intro short and sweet because I'm outside of my apartment because my parents are in town and I did not want to wake them up so I'm literally outside there are people walking past me I don't know what they think I'm doing they probably don't think I'm recording an episode of a podcast and by episode I mean intro um the irony of it is that I'm literally right next to a recording studio I live down the street from a recording studio and I am outside of it talking into a microphone on my computer. Weird. Um, first of all, this episode is amazing. Uh, Jesse Stegner is my guest. She discusses musicals. Um, I think it's a good companion piece to the Bill Meinke episode because it's also something that I love. This one, I was not as successful in trying to keep it shorter, um, which is another reason that I think it's good if I keep the intro short because it's... Uh, I don't. I think it's all great. Um, we just got carried away. Uh, so, um, without further ado, on that, uh, real quickly, Josie said she wished she'd talk more about Les Mis because um, it's one of her favorite musicals, and she thinks it was a big influence on her uh, enjoyment of musicals. Um, but she also had a lot of, like, history and specifics that she knew and, uh, kind of wanted to share, because uh, she's a smart lady. Um, Jessie, uh, to work it into plugs, is on Raygun Reagan with me, uh, which is my improv team, starting a weekly run on Wednesday nights, every Wednesday night at 8 at the One Group Mind Theater, the corner of Sheffield, Newport, and Clark. Uh, tonight's our first one check that out if you get a chance. I did not purposefully schedule Jesse on the first night of this run. Uh, it just happened because sometimes things are fateful. Um, the Nerdlogs have our next sketch show on October 6th at the Public House Theater here in Chicago. And uh, the podcasting network is starting our own contest. Yeah, you heard me right. Um, so get into our iTunes feeds, mine or the Nerdalog cast or the Nerdalogs present your stories and leave us a review. Um, and you may be chosen to sit in with the, uh, Nerdalogs on an episode of the Nerdalog cast. Uh, so let us know if you're enjoying the show and we may have you as a guest on one of them. Um, I think that's about it, and I feel weird for being outside, but I didn't want to wake my parents up, or my roommate. And it's early, you guys. Sometimes you just gotta do that hustle, okay? I gotta go. Uh, please enjoy Jesse Stegner and I's conversation about musicals. My own voice! <laughs> it's like, that, that saying that Senate's always makes me think of Austin Powers when yep. Like, yep. I'm having problems control, like, the volume of my voice! 
Or it makes me think of uh, Will Ferrell in the vo- voice of modulation yes! in a serious disease. Yeah. <laughs> didn't he, um, did you see that bit he did at the ESPYs a couple years ago? Uh, where he plays a, he's like, <laughs> he plays the offspring of a human and a bee. <laughs> and he's like, I'm a bee, but it only comes out with my voice. My brother is an actual bee, but his voice is very human. It's so weird. It's so, so, like, absurd. Um, but it's really funny. I'll, sh- I'll okay. show it to you after okay. this, I guess. <laughs> Uh, I just started recording. Okay. It's going. Oh, it's going. It's live. Okay. We're we're live with <laughs> my guest, Jesse Stegner. I've never done that before. I'll never do it again. Okay, good. <laughs> I like the face that you made. It's just like, I gotta lean into this microphone uh-huh. and do this with my hands. Uh-huh. It's all about the presentation. Yep. If not for the audience, then for my and- guest. <laughs> Oh, Jesse. Oh, gosh. Here we are. Sweet Jesse Stegner. Sweet Jesse Stegner uh, is going to talk to us about musicals, Mm -hmm. which, uh, second up in a row, for those of you keeping track, where we've talked about something that I also love, that my guest loves. Oh, fantastic. Good. Uh, Oh, and I was going to mention this before we started recording, but I'll mention it now because I'm excited about it, and I want you to be as well. Okay. Uh, This uh, episode will plop, aka release, on September 18th. The first Wednesday Reagan show. Oh my god! Yeah, I like I I started this story. I don't know why I got so off track. I think it's because I started talking about my, who my last guest was. Um, but I was just like, wait, okay, so two like I've got two Wednesdays already, and then this one would be September eighteenth. September eighteenth! <laughs> oh, that's so exciting! Yeah, yay! So it's okay, good. Super perfect. Yeah, because um, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be awesome. Because Jesse and I are both on. Reagan Reagan, my one group mind team. She's the third member of Reagan Reagan to do the show. <laughs> Yay! Yes. I'll get all of you eventually. Please. Liz, Laura. Liz can talk about anything. <laughs> Literally anything because she's, she's the smartest woman I know. I know. Me too. Um, Laura. We'll probably talk about something music related. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Scott, I don't feel like we know well enough to know what he knows best yet. Yeah, I feel like he's also super, super smart. Yeah, though. absolutely. Like, I feel like he'll have a few things to choose from. Uh huh. I definitely think so too. Um, but whereas I just got the one thing. <laughs> I actually the only other thing I was thinking that I could talk about, but like it would remind me too much of a job that I used to have would oh. be Chicago trivia because I oh, just know so much about that would be the cool. city. Yeah, but then I would just be like, oh, remember when I had to know all this and uh-huh. like people wouldn't listen to my tour? Cause yeah, they were... and, and it's not something that. You would be like as passionate, excited about. to it's talk just about, that you, like, yeah. Know just happen to know yeah. a bunch about. Mm-hmm. I think I think Scott might be the same way. I feel like he was, he would know a lot about like coffee because he's worked at that's what yeah I was the coffee too. place for a while. But yeah, yeah. I feel like he wouldn't actually like, want to talk, talk about, about that. Coffee? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, like, man. it's like someone's like, well, I'm a mechanic, so I know a lot about tires. But <laughs> I'm not really gonna say, it's okay if I don't talk about that. Uh, you want thirty minutes on Goodyear's? <laughs> I, that's all I know about you tires. The- <laughs> Good years. You know that Michelin baby? I know a lot about that Michelin baby. <laughs> We're talking about it. Because uh, it sits in the middle of the tire. Because the tires make it very safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's always 
I find that's always something, like, interesting about booking the podcast is that, like, people always want me to, like, not always, but more often than not, people want, like, my input on what they should talk about. Mm. And I'm like, mm-mm. No. That's part of the deal. <laughs> you guys to decide. You gotta pick. Go Because I want it to be what you want to talk about. Um, so that's been really funny. You know, kind of like, uh, almost a kind of, uh, like, human, like, psychology type yeah. way. Yeah. they're like, I don't, I don't. Yeah, or like to... being scared to admit that, like, yeah. this is the thing I'm that... super passionate about and this is the thing that I could talk for an hour about. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, is that okay mm-hmm. that I'm really into that? I absolutely think that's part of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think we mentioned this on his, but Brandon Jerger, who's on um, Quite White, with, mm-hmm. uh, that I coach, yeah. um, when he talked about the NBA, he almost talked about um behind the candelabra the like liberace movie that they made they only made that like a few months ago and it only been out for a really short time but he was like i really love it i've already watched it a bunch of times he's not gay <laughs> as as a preface he is a heterosexual man is it is that matt damon is matt mm-hmm, damon in that mm-hmm. okay. it's matt damon in uh al pacino i don't know i know matt i i, I knew I matt damon that, was in it but that was the only one I, I think Al Pacino plays Liberace. I haven't seen it yet, but he was just like, I've already watched it a couple times. I've been reading the Wikipedia page of Liberace a lot. Like, I know so much more about Liberace than I ever thought I would. And I was just like, Brandon, if you want to talk about that, that's fine. Like, that's totally fine. And then, like, the day before, he was like, I'm watching the 1992 NBA draft. I think I got to talk about the NBA. <laughs> And he texted me this at like twelve thirty at night. It was so funny, and I was like, "That's fine, Brandon. We can talk about the NBA." And he's like, "Okay, are you sure? Because I know you wanted to be able to talk about behind the candelabra." <laughs> and I was like, "Of course I did. It's behind the candelabra, a made-for-TV movie about Liberace." <laughs> so oh God. Anyway, anyway, uh, Jesse segment. Yeah. How did you first get into musicals? Um, how did I first get into musicals? Um, when I was um, in first grade, uh, mm-hmm. my teacher, Miss Blumel, uh, played piano. Or, Aww. I'm sorry, played guitar and piano. Uh, okay. But she had a guitar in the classroom. Um, and so she, we did a ton of, like, we would sing all the time. And then she ended up starting to run Glee Club. Oh, cool. Which was, you had to be in fourth. It was a K through six. So fourth, fifth, and sixth could be in Glee Club. So, like. Those wow. few years, I oh, I was You're I had to just hardcore. wait. I had to oh, wait but for, until you got to fourth until grade, I got to fourth grade, like, this is misery. Yeah, this, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, how much longer until <laughs> can I get a fake ID? <laughs> Nineteen ninety-three, get here! <laughs> Come on, <laughs> that is so cute. And then, and then, like. The best part was it was always, it was Friday afternoons, Mm -hmm. so, like, I could, like, we couldn't go for long weekends, because I was like, I can't miss Glee Club. Like, I can't, I can't miss it. And so, it was always at the end of the day, Uh you know, because it is kind of, like, a fun thing. And so, um, it was, like, the last 45 minutes or last hour of school or whatever, and, um, like, I'd always get mad at my class, because a big threat with the teachers would be, like, if you guys keep talking, we're not going to go to Glee Club. Club. And I was like... That is not an no. option. Cut out the talk. <laughs> Everybody, shut up and get in their seats. Anybody who does want to curb stomp you, I am going to personally collect everyone's homework <laughs> to get this done faster because clearly this isn't going well. <laughs> so, so cute. So, then, so um, my right, it was really good timing because right around then was when her Miss Blumel and Cindy Abbott, who was another teacher that worked 
um, at Wilson Middle School. This was in outside of LA. Yeah, this was in Pasadena. Okay. Um, I went to the. I was in the PUSD Pasadena Unified School District. So they put together this like after school program or this summer program. Mm-hmm. It was a summer musical theater program. Oh, cool. And so it was. It was. I don't remember the age. I was on the young end when I started. Right. Like fourth grade was like the youngest they would take. Cool. And it went through. Oh, gosh, at the time I think it was middle school. Like there, cool. it was a pretty limited. Man, that's awesome. Thing uh, age range. Mm-hmm. Um. And basically, and it was the first summer they did it was the summer after my fourth grade. Oh, so it was like, sick. so like it didn't have to end. Yeah, that's awesome. And that was when I really, because um, what they did was um, they split us up in into age groups. So mm-hmm. I, I was in the younger group. So we would learn all our songs together, and oh. then and then Gail would take us in the beginning. Gail. Gail. Is that Bloomfield or Blue Mile? Yeah, or yeah, Blue Gail Blue Mile. Yeah, yeah. Um, My she... mom sings Gail too. So I have oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a... she would take us and talk to us about the music. She would tell us the story of the musicals that we were doing. So the first year, <gasps> cool. Which at, in hindsight was the perfect way to start, but at the time it was like, okay, cool. What? We did a Rodgers and Hammerstein musical review. So Rodgers oh, and Hammerstein cool. is a. Um, um, a composer um, and a writer who uh, wrote during the golden age of musicals, which okay. was like they were um, early early forties. Um, okay, but that period of time in musicals was really really um, influential because that was when musicals, the songs in musicals, were fully incorporated into the plot. So oh, cool. Oklahoma, for example, is considered the first musical in which the songs actually furthered the story. Nice. So I, up that's until awesome. yeah, so up until then, like. Up until like then, they were they were adding, in. yeah, and it wasn't quite they weren't quite meshed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so Oklahoma, which is an, a Rodgers and Hammerstein musical, mm-hmm. uh, was the first one to really do that. So we did a review. Was so, that Rodgers and Hammerstein's first musical? Um, I they they worked separately uh, as well. Oh, cool. Uh, like Rodgers and Hart did stuff together. Um, Oscar Hammerstein did stuff as well with other with other people as well. I don't I, that may be their first one together. Cool. Um, which one does music and which one does lyrics? Isn't that how it's separated? Yeah. Uh huh. Um, I believe I don't remember now uh, which one's which. Um, but so they did. So we did Oklahoma Carousel, South Pacific, The King and I, and The Sound of Music, which oh. are their four like bigger, mo- more yeah. well known musicals. I feel like, yeah, and so I feel like of those. Carousel might be one of those. That's the least exactly. Um, But the two actors, Shirley Jones and I Mm -hmm. can't remember the actor's name. They played Curly um, and Lori in Oklahoma. They also Uh played the leads in Carousel when they made both of those movies. Oh, I didn't realize that. Same two main lead um, lead characters, but they. So it was like a it was like a review. So it was like they picked songs from Uh all. Five of the shows. I think that's a great, yeah, way to start, especially if you're just trying to chart, yeah, trying to start a program like that. Yeah, and so we learned the stories of all the musicals. We watched all them because all those had movies yeah. as well, which was great. So mm-hmm. you could actually visually see it mm-hmm. as a kid. You kind of get it Super a little helpful. bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I got to, I was like, um, I was Louise in Carousel. Who's she? I had like two lines. <laughs> Um, but they were like, we have to write in, like, they wrote in a bunch of kid parts so uh, that we could all have lines uh-huh. and stuff. And, um, I remember, like, I that think being it's a big good. deal. I think it's good to keep the age range that small for that. Yeah. For that reason. Because then, like, because if you go from, like, elementary school to, like, high, say high school, all the high schoolers are going to get the Get all the roles. parts. Yeah. So, like, if you want to keep it... And then, like, people know exactly what they're getting. When yeah, yeah. fourth graders do, say, eighth graders, they're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be little kids doing yeah, the Yeah, and that's yeah. cool. 
Um, and there was this, I remember this girl, um, Jenny Martin, who, she was my age, and she, they gave her this song from Carousel, which is You'll Never Walk Alone, which is oh, yeah. one of the most amazing songs in musical theater. Uh-huh. Just, like, creamed it. And I remember, like, just being like, what? Like, how Jenny, is this coming out of this little girl? Who are you? Little Jenny. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, so that I, was, I'm relatively familiar with that song, I think. Yeah, it's pretty... That show is a downer. Yeah. Um, it's like... da 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 downer it's, it's a sad one. It's a sad one. Um, yeah, he... The uh, the main... the main They meet at a carousel. The guy's mm-hmm. working a carousel, and she rides it. And mm-hmm. then she gets pregnant, and he doesn't have any money, and so he goes to steal money... And then he gets knifed. What? Yeah, so she has the baby without him there, and he comes down from heaven to, like, That's what that musical is about? (laughs) Yeah. Jesus. I know. When you say downer, (laughs) you'll never walk alone. Is she singing it to her daughter or something? No, that's when the husband has died, and Nettie, who's the inspirational woman of the show. Oh, so it's like a mystical black woman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like the the Whoopi Goldberg. the the Martin uh, Morgan Freeman I was like Martin Freeman the Hobbit of the musical no uh, yeah it's the mystical black yeah character. she comes in and she sings you'll never walk alone you know wow it's pretty intense. I never I've never seen obviously I've never seen that musical yeah I think musicals are I think that's something that people don't it's that's sort of a, a weird thing because a lot of people when they hear musicals or the majority of musicals are very very happy and mm-hmm. very happy go lucky and that's sort of where they originated from in a lot of ways mm-hmm. is like music naturally when you perform yeah. it is usually meant to make to be upbeat and sort of happy so there's certain musicals like intermittently like throughout musical theater history that aren't that way mm-hmm. and I think sometimes it's it's kind of a I don't know I've I've in my experience, people tend to not like those as much. Like, the yeah. general public just doesn't. Sure. Interesting. Um, well, you know, Jellyside Lair, that's, uh, that's heaven. That's right. cat heaven. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> that's a deep cut from cats. <laughs> cats deep cut. Grizzabella <laughs> is singing memory right before she dies. Yes. I mean, come on. That ish is sad. Yes. <laughs> you might see Mr. Mistopolis and be like, ooh. ooh. But, but you just wait. Dish ish is gonna get sad. Uh, oh god, that, that was. One. A, I'm sorry. That was a. That was a. <laughs> Have you ever read Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats? <laughs> no. It's a. It's a. Um, it's a book of T.S. Eliot poems that. That's what cats are based, based on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so into cats when I was in fifth grade. <laughs> sure. That I had to read Old Possum's Book sure. of Practical Cats. Sure. And the thing is, when I read it, I was like, "This is all a sham." Because the lyrics are almost directly oh, from are, are <laughs> Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. And I, like, closed the book. It was like, Edward Webber, you're dead to me! Just because I, like, for some reason I just thought, and it probably doesn't even say that he wrote the lyrics. I'm sure he doesn't. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. it says, like, based on, you know, everything says based on this book. But for some reason as a little kid I was just like, Andrew Lake Webber's my favorite you know, musical, because at the time it was. It's I think, not anymore. I, I know, yeah, I mean, he was pretty mainstream when exactly. we were younger. Exactly. So a lot, it's easy for that to be the one that you mm-hmm. go to. For that sure. and Phantom. Right. Well, I mean, and Cats was the longest running musical for a long time, and now it's Phantom. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they're, yeah, which, yeah. I mean, they're both. So, yeah, I remember. You can't deny Lord ALW. <laughs> you know, when I, so, 
I was doing, I did musicals. I did, I've done a, I've done a lot of them. Uh-huh. And I, when I was in high school, I did, I was doing my school shows, some of which were musicals somewhere. And then I would mm-hmm. do children's theater. Mm-hmm. At the, so I was always doing two shows at once in high school. I was, gonna, I was the same way, but they didn't happen at the same time. Oh, okay. The children's theater was over the summer. Oh, okay, cool. Um, or at least most of it was, uh, or the community theater, yeah. I should say, was like usually over the summer. So anything I did involved in school didn't usually overlap. Oh, okay. But anyway. Yeah. So we, um, it was cool because it was like a totally different group of kids, mm-hmm. um, that was doing, that would do this children's cool. stuff. Yeah. And we were doing, I remember we were doing Fiddler on the Roof at the time <laughs> because this girl, her parents were playing Golda and Tevya. So oh. her parents were playing the married, so she was there all the time because uh-huh. like those were her parents and she didn't get cast. She didn't. This is in the children's theater. This was like a different, this is like a little bit later. Oh, okay, um, okay. this was when I was in high school and she would tell us about how she was going to go see cats and she was going to go in costume. And we were like, that's oh, cool. Boy. Like whatever. <laughs> like, that's cool, man. Like do what you got to do, you know? Yeah. And then she came to rehearsal one day, like in, in full, full cat cats, makeup yeah. and like the, le- like, a, like, like not just like I'm dressing up to like a cat, but like I'm, I'm dressing, dressing up as though I as could be in, in cat. cats, the musical. Yeah. She was a Jellicle cat. She was a... (laughs) (laughs) She knew that Jellicles can and Jellicles do. Jellicles good and Jellicles good. Jellicles also Jellicles. So that summer musical theater camp I did, I did it for three summers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the second summer... I think we've talked about it before. Yeah, the second summer was... um, The theme was musicals or kids stuff. So they did a bunch of shows that had kids... So like Annie, Uh Oliver, Bye Bye Birdie, West Side Story, (gasps) and Grease. I was in Bye Bye Birdie growing up. That was my first, in that show, that was my first solo that I sang by myself. I was in the telephone hour. I was too. And I was Wait, charity. I was we talk about, too. I think we've talked about it before. We've totally talked about it before. Because we're I, both like, oh my god, me too. Yeah. And we all had like phone, uh, like, phone what's receivers. Story? Morning glory. Yeah. What's it for? Hummingbird. <laughs> you going, Kim? Did they really get bit? Yeah. <laughs> Which one was charity? It's charity. Home from school. Yeah, yet. it's the other one that Harvey Johnson calls. He yeah. calls Deborah Sue and then he Mrs. calls charity. Uh, well, Hello, Mrs. Something. Mine was Mrs. Miller. Harvey Mine was Johnson. Deb- Can I speak to Deborah Sue? Sue. That's mine. Yeah. Um, uh, but the other yeah. one was Penelope. Penelope? Penelope? <laughs> oh, yeah. About the prom. Yeah. Saturday? <laughs> I can't I talk, can to talk to you now. now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But that—that that was the. Oh, maybe it was the follow. It must have been the following year. Then a century musical theater when we did like, we went through. Okay, so my last <laughs> summer that I did this. So the second summer I was. Oh yeah, the second summer I did that, and then I in a later scene I was Anita from West Side Story, Ooh. which. I, she's been, I mean, my mom showed me West Side Story on VHS when I was little. Oh, I've wanted to be Anita, like, Aww. since very young. Um, That's Audrey for me, and I've never... In uh, Little Shop? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, like, just, I don't even think I'm really an Audrey type. I just love her songs so oh, much. God. I lo- I adore that musical. That's my favorite musical. It's, you know, I could talk about that musical alone for a very, very long I think, time. I, could I think too. it's really fantastic. I'm sorry. Please continue. Your oh, story. so Anita I was yeah, I was West Anita in West Side Story. I had a couple lines. I didn't have a, I, I didn't sing like a boy like that because I was fucking twelve. Or <laughs> they weren't gonna have me sing, <laughs> sing a song. About, not, you know, we're not gonna do the rape scene. So you know, yeah. uh, wait. Well, when when I did by my birdie, I I, uh, I was in high school, but I just remember um, what's that one? 
There are chicks. A lot of women to do. Yeah, that song is so sexual. And I had to be like one of the girls that was like pawning over Conrad (laughs) in that song. And uh, (laughs) Conrad was like this really attractive gay man. And I was always just like so weirdly obsessed with him. So I was just like, yeah, let me touch you. (laughs) I'm 13 and I don't know feelings yet. His name was Alejandro, and um, <laughs> he they had him sing um, One Last Kiss, uh-huh. and he had practiced that a million times, and like, he was, like, and he sang it, and like, he had his sunglasses, and he looked amazing, and I think, I think he even played guitar, I can't remember, Ugh. but it was great, and then, the thing was, our final number of the show, or one of our final numbers of that show, mm-hmm. was yeah. A Lot of Living to Do, but our director wanted us to change the lyrics, because it was it's gay. super so it's like So it was like, I can't remember what they were, but like... Lots of books. Stop it. Yeah, and this song is like, there are chicks just, just right for some kissing. And I mean to kiss, kiss me a few. Yes. <laughs> Man, those chicks don't know what they're missing. I got a lot of living to do. Yeah. <laughs> So, I cannot, like, there are books just right for some reason. Yeah, it was something like that. <laughs> and he didn't. fucking <laughs> No, but we were, like, 11. <laughs> and so he didn't, like, he was. I mean, I told you about my feelings during that song. <laughs> I don't know what they are. <laughs> so he, um, they, he was clearly just not comfortable singing the new lyrics. Mm-hmm. I don't know if maybe he had gone home and, like, listened Listen, to the original. Yeah, of course. Or whatever, but, like, it was so funny how, like, he sang One Last Kiss, and it was like, man, Great. Oh, he's super cute and, mm-hmm. like, killing this. Mm-hmm. And then, like, two songs later, he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, same character, buddy. You're the same guy. Same guy. Same dude. Uh, if anything, more confident. It, yeah, if, if you could just be, like, as sexy as the last song. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> no? Okay. Somewhere close. Come Just... on. You got a lot of living to do, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I know you thought you were going to get one last kiss, but... But now you got to sing another so song. Uh, so, so uh, um, finish your West Side Story story. I kept interrupting you. Oh, that was pretty... pretty. That was just... It. Okay, I just, but you got to do Anita. I got to do Anita, which was pretty time. cool. That's yeah, awesome. And, um... I was going to ask you uh, what kind of, like, favorite shows that you've been in. Um, my favorite shows I've been in. Um, I mean, those summer programs were... The best. The best. I I think also, like, that was when I really... Like, I took them so seriously. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was a pretty good indication, you know, even at a young age. It was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Because I always treated it like a job. Mm -hmm. And, like, I always treated it as, like, my... Like, it was a very, very serious thing. So, um, and then... Because then the last summer that I did it was, um... So it was called A Century Musical Theater, which is actually probably one of my favorite shows I've ever done. And I was only, I was going into seventh grade. Wow. Um, and they did, basically it was a, like, they just picked songs, like, throughout oh, cool. the timeline of musical mm-hmm. theater. So, like, God, we started with, like, not Little Johnny Jones, because that's not right, but it was some Patriot, I can't remember now. Uh, um, Yankee Doodle or something? Yeah, something, like, a Yankee Doodle, some patriotic song, I can't remember. Uh, but, like, we kind of went through, and we ended with with Seasons of Love from Rent. Oh, cool. It was, like, our final song. So, mm-hmm. like, and it was so, like, they were, like, how do we... The other ones were really easy to tie... A little bit easier to tie together because they would have the characters from the shows meet and interact. Cool. But this show, it didn't really work. So, you, what so you guys did, were, like, kind of write your own... They wrote... Gail and lines? Cindy oh, would write that's them. that's awesome. Yeah, it was cool because... 
Oh my god, Gail's the best. Um, so she never met a Gail I didn't like. Never met a Gail I didn't like. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that way it got more kids with lines and more kids songs. And That's all really that. cool. So this one, um, and no one person has to try to like carry the whole thing. Right. Everybody gets, and then all of, and then like if you're, they could like they could feature a lot more kids doing characters that they're perfect for. Oh, yeah. yeah as mean, opposed to trying to fit everyone into one show. Something that doesn't really that's fit such them. A, that's such a cool idea. So, and that's what would happen a lot would be like, they do at the beginning, I remember like at the beginning of the of the summer, they would like kind of do an audition Profile just to have and everybody cool. just sing and then they'd be like, oh, they're, we're, we're going to do this song this because they're good oh, for this man, song. Oh, man, that's so cool. What a smart idea. Because yeah. I feel like that's where a lot of kids get kind of bogged down or overlooked mm-hmm. in in theater is that uh, and even this happens even through college theater mm-hmm. i think oh is, absolutely is that like the the program just doesn't try to cater what they're doing to the actors that they have absolutely um but i mean to speak briefly to uh where i went to school Furman, uh for instance i know my senior year because we had a pretty big crop of like mm-hmm. of students mm-hmm. that were majors and people like myself who were just interested in it, yeah, who they had seen for four years, yeah. So they chose shows based on yeah. knowing that they could cast them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they they did Bald Soprano because they knew that especially specifically my friend Roxy, they really wanted to see her in like one of the lead female characters because right. she was just so perfect for that absurd thing. Right. And then the last show we did my senior year, I think I may have talked to you briefly about it before. Um, which just twelve or eleven, I think, female monologues. Oh, because my my professor that I'm really close to, Dr. Oni, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jay, um, he just knew we had a million really strong females yeah. that at the time, and so he was like, "Well, here's eleven fucking showcases of female talent," and you know, he got to be able to place people where he really thought they would, like, Mm -hmm. super shine. So I really, really appreciate that the department did that. Yeah, I think so, too. And I, um, my, another high school, my high school teacher, Jude Lucas, who's just who Mm -hmm. I want to be in life, um, she, I mean, she would do the same thing. It's Mm -hmm. like, she'd kind of, you know, gauge who she had, and who, and who were seniors, and who were a little older, too, you know, whose time it was to get to be kind of featured Mm -hmm. and do it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, but, yeah, so that was, um... I kind of knew, even at that young age, too, I was like, I'm not going to be a Broadway singer. Yeah, right. Because I remember my last year that I was there, they did this, the the premise or the plot was, like, this girl was, like, she didn't want to, she wanted to do her, like, musical theater homework. And so this, like, this, like, ghost came in. For the century of musical theater? Yeah. And this, like, ghost kid came in and was like, I'm going to walk you through it. And guess who that was? You were the ghost? Me! Yeah! I, had this, I was like, just about to ask you what you did for that show. I had this USA vest on because I was start because I didn't want to. I was starting to get boobs. my chest and my boobs. Just so everyone knows, Jesse is I'm touching her boobs. <laughs> I was like really self conscious about them, so like I had this like because patri- they wanted me all patriotic uh-huh. dressed anyway, and so I had like a, a vest on and like a red shirt and like this like hat on. And so I like, like a Yankee Doodle hat, or yeah, like kind of like Yankee Doodle hat. And so like I, I like guided her through. That's so I don't even think I think I had like a couple solo lines, but uh-huh. like I was sort of like, you know, I had a You're ton like a of regular lines, yeah. Person. And I was yeah. kind of like, I think this is where I'm oh, headed. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think this was a mistake. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, I totally feel you though, because I had I went through some of the same things, especially um, maybe not. 
uh, I think, yeah, I was like, I'm never going to be that, like, leading lady. Yeah. I'm always going to be the, like, character role. Yeah, yeah, me too. Even as a kid, I would get cast, I would get cross-cast a lot, because they would just be like, I, I would get cast in, like, male roles. Oh, okay. Um, because they would just be like, nah, Mary Beth can totally handle this. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we might not have a dude here, but Mary Beth can pull off, you know, because mm-hmm. I've played the Scarecrow before. Yep. Uh, and, sure. uh... A couple of other things like that. I played a lost boy as a really young and kid. In Peter Pan? Yeah. I was, uh, I was Tiger Lily in Peter Pan. Oh, fun! Yeah. It was, that was one of my Tiger all-time Lily, favorites, too. Tiger Lily, if I remember correctly, that was one of my favorites as that well. That was a really My dad fun was show. Captain Hook. Oh, fun. It was so fun. So me and this other little red-haired girl played the twins yeah. in the Lost Boys. Yeah, uh-huh. If I remember correctly, Tiger Lily in our play... Uh, I dated her younger brother. Oh, that was like my first boyfriend. I remember that show vividly because it was the first time I got a body mic. Oh, cool. And I freaked. Really? Oh my God. It was cool because that show was, at least for the in, for the Indians, mm-hmm. um, it was heavy dancing. Mm-hmm. We had a huge number. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whoever got Tiger Lily like, was going to be at the, the head, head of the yeah. triangle and like, so it was like How a old big, I, that was my senior year of high school. Oh, so, see, I did that when I was like fifth grade I was yeah really yeah. yeah yeah because you were yeah um but, uh, maybe sixth grade yeah that was that was huge and that also like not a lot of singing in that I didn't mm. really sing oh I sing Uggawug but that's not really yeah really difficult. that's chanting that's not that's not any <laughs> not, nothing vocally challenging but did you do all the like second star to the right I mean are there songs in no what songs no, are there I don't know what you song can fly. Uh, oh, you're thinking of that? That's in the movie. Yeah. Like, what is? What's the musical? What like, the musical um, songs? I, I I got a crow. This the Indian stuff is a big dance number. Okay. But like the songs, well, like Captain Hook sings the Tarantella and the Tango. Oh, and, okay. So this um, is when um, what's her name? Mary Martin. Mary Martin. This is a big Mary Martin thing. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, yeah, she's like, they keep like. They've revived that with her, like, really many, many times. Interesting. Yeah. Um, which is why... She's still I, alive? Yes. But whenever they revive it, anytime any major theater revives... I don't know, like, all of the legal jargon behind it, but, like, there's a radius that you can't do the same show. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so they would have to time when they were going to do Peter Pan in mm-hmm. which city, mm-hmm. because it couldn't be where anywhere near where Mari mm-hmm. Martin was doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that was kind of... Yeah, it was we really good timing. with... Uh... I think Sweeney Todd in college, mm-hmm. the musical, the musical like bleh, group. We didn't have a musical major. We're not a musical theater major. Mm-hmm. We just had the music department and the theater department. Yeah. Um, but there was this like student run musical theater org that was like a little haphazard because it was student run. Yeah. They tried to do Sweeney Todd our my freshman year, and they had Couldn't. to postpone it because it was on tour at the time. Yeah. With all the the one with all the instruments, Did the quadruple ever? threat. Yep. Yeah. With Patty LuPone. Uh, yeah. She, I didn't get to see it with Patty LuPone. I saw... You saw that revival, but not her. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, 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 That's yes. how I saw... Um, my fir- The first show I saw on Broadway um, was the revival of Cabaret. Oh, cool. It was the... Ca- I didn't see them, but it was the Alan Cumming and Natasha Richardson cast. Oh, god. But I saw it with um, Brooke Shields. No way! It was, like, actually amazing. Really good? Yeah. Cool. I don't know why I was surprised. Right. I mean, she's I mean, on Broadway. She's still, yeah, she had to make a name for Yeah, herself, I mean, they so. didn't just, like, hand it to her, mm-hmm. uh, but that was pretty pretty cool an old studio 54 building uh, which was pretty cool um that was another question that i had yeah uh is what are some of your favorite things that you've seen my favorite things that i've seen um uh that was that's up there Mm -hmm. um i saw rent on broadway when was when was that revival 
Uh, I was um, a junior. I was going to my junior year of high school. Cool. So, um, but it had been because I had I was seeing a, was a later a cast. Trip? No, that was when I went to um, I went to a summer camp. I went to political science camp. Yes, I've which I later wrote a musical wrote a about. Musical about full circle, full circle. Um, but so I because I thought I wanted to go into like poli sci as a job mm-hmm. um and so i did that and we i was at yale studying that oh. summer and so it's not that far from new york so we took so like a there was trip. a day trip and you cool. could either you could either see a musical there were like three activities you could choose from and i that was when i had one my of them first was like eat a hot dog yeah. and the other one was go to chinatown yeah, and you're like, like this is easy it was so funny because you had to <laughs> this is the funniest i can't believe i remember this but you, you had to sign up because they were like, they have to take the certain kids wherever they're supposed to go. Because mm. we, were, we were still pretty young. And mm. I, they, that was when I had my first boyfriend. And he was going with, and, and he was like, <laughs> he was like, well, what should we do? And I was like, oh, I'm seeing a musical. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. <laughs> you can come with me. You cannot. Did he come? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Jesse, getting up early, <laughs> wearing the pants. <laughs> <laughs> Doc and so, Stedner was <laughs> That's a thing that I say to Jesse all the time whenever she like tells me something fun or like great successful. Yeah, yeah. successful in, in any realm. I just am like stuck in Stegner's going up <laughs> or on the rise. Or on the rise. <laughs> So, uh, that was, uh, that just, you know, the meaning behind it was so big, you know, so having, funny. you know, do you remember up, what the other two things were? The other two, uh, one was the world trade center. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and wait, wait, what year was that? It was, it was the, it was July. It was the July preceding it. It was literally months before. Whoa. Yep. I was like, wait a minute. You're not that much older than me. It couldn't it was, have been it that. It was 2011. F- it was July of 2011. 2001. Or 2001. Yeah. Whoop-dee-goop-dee. Yeah. And then the other, um, I can't remember what the, the other, one. oh, I think it was, uh, the Statue of Liberty, I think was That's what one. I, I figured. I thought Statue of Liberty was probably I think that was the other one. Which I ended up doing anyway. Girl, you didn't miss much. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the other thing that was cool about it was we got to pick what musical like we went in the hot oh. takes line and it was like whatever was available wow so it was between that and annie get your gun and yeah. i'm so glad i, I feel and like then, you gotta go to cabaret yeah and then i ended up doing cabaret in college stop That's which so is so awesome. wild we um, did my the theater that i was part of when i was growing up did annie get your gun my Sophomore year of yeah. high school. It was the last year that I You'd was. You'd be there a good Annie. Before. Annie uh, it was like an adult, though. Oh, okay. The musicals were usually mostly. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And yeah. then the younger people were kind of like filled out the yeah, cast. Yeah. Um, the woman who played it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I was in love with the woman who played yeah, yeah. it. Like, just in the sense that, like, she had this beautiful voice. She was such a good actor. She was yeah. so charismatic. It was Aww. amazing. My dad played Buffalo Bill. Um, <laughs> And I didn't audition for it because at the time I was playing soccer. And the year mm. before that was when I did Bye Bye Birdie as a oh, okay. freshman in high school. Okay. And I had to split my time. Yeah. Like, uh, I had had to miss, like, soccer practices because of yeah. play practices. Yeah. Uh, and my coach was like, uh, you have to choose you one or the choose. other. And I really regret <laughs> um, choosing soccer. Yeah. Uh, it was something that I loved and that I was really proud of, like, being on the varsity soccer team. Yeah. Even though I didn't get much playing time. And I think... 
looking back, I would have, I, I, I didn't realize yet that like the theater people were the people that I loved, yeah, you know, yeah. the people that I loved spending mm-hmm. time with yeah. and like performing with. And that was something that I truly just like, yeah. And I was so enamored with playing soccer and the idea, like I said, mm-hmm. the idea of being on the varsity team with, but like those girls weren't that nice to me. Like sure. I, I was way more myself around the theater people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I kind of, uh, I've kind of like thought a little bit more about that recently, like my entrance into like theater and performing. And I wish I had done Annie Get Your Gun because I ended up hanging out there all the, all the time because my dad was in it and a lot of my friends were in it. I was just like, you're a fucking idiot. And I was like, folks are dumb where I come from. <laughs> it's such a cute I want to do um, that song. You know, in one of the musicals reviews that I did when I was a kid, they did Anything You Can Do. Oh, but yeah. how they did it was they had, so that to get more kids up, they had three girls and three boys in oh, each one. So each it was like verse. Battle of the yeah, Sexes. Cool. Like, and I remember watching that. And the, one of the girls that was in it was Gail Bumel's daughter, Emily, who was like, my idol really? growing up. Aww. Yeah. And like any part she played, I was like, that's the part I want. That I want to play that. When I'm older, I want to play that. That. <laughs> Cause she sang in one, in one of them. She sang, she sang, she was in anything you could do. She was in that song. She sang Adeline's lament from guys and dolls, Ooh. which is a part yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to play except like, I don't know some of those old musicals. It's like, Women are portrayed in a yeah, very specific way. Sarah, isn't that the name yeah. of it? Yeah. And yeah, like that last little... song, like Marry the Man Today and Change His Ways Tomorrow, it's like, no, I don't, don't want to. No, not, I'm not. I'm not going to subscribe to nah, that. I'm okay. Uh, but then like that, you know. There's know. another one like that. Uh, even even Adelaide's Lament is just about like getting sick because she's not married. Like uh, I don't know, like the whole message of certain older musicals. Although I love, but I can't help but love Guys and Dolls. I know, I just love I, that. My brother's name is Nathan, so <sighs> always when he was like getting older and people started knowing musical theater songs, yeah. the good old reliable Nathan, 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 Nathan Detroit. Detroit. Love that. If you're looking for action, he'll furnish the spots. Even when the heat is on, it's never too hot. See, this is why people hate musicals, though, because if they can't put up with this, they're gonna think it's. You know what? It's so funny. My dad, my dad, love him to death. Like he will be at every show I do, like for the rest of my life. But like, he's so sweet. But like, he's def, he's definitely not. I mean, he's not a, he's not a theater person, which Mm -hmm. is totally fine. Um, but there are, there was a moment I remember when I was a kid, or maybe I was a little older, and he was kind of joking but kind of serious. <laughs> but he's like, you know, he goes, he goes, you know, like in the real world, people don't break out into songs, oh, no. and it's like because oh, it's no. just hard. And I get that some people yeah. just don't. The suspension of disbelief there yeah. is just not there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing that I love the most about it is that it's so not real. Yeah. And also, but like at they, the same time, it's like you're saying there's so many musicals that are so realistic and like sad yeah uh, and like really go for something i think what they always say um by they i mean um i don't know anyone that i've ever talked to uh, assholes uh, <laughs> like there's an old saying that like um the reason that people break out into song and musical is when words just aren't enough yeah and like your emotion is that's too a much. big musical improv thing too. yeah and so um it's sort of uh, like i just got chills just thinking about the concept yeah and it. so it's like how many times in our life do we have that when we're just like overcome Fucking with what we're feeling all the time? And and it is it's sort of like at least there's an outlet where we can we can write something where that can actually happen. Mm-hmm. Like there's a musical I just saw um, that came out not that long ago called Next to Normal. Oh, I've heard of it, and I I want to see it before I listen to the soundtrack. You should. I've never listened you to the soundtrack. Don't. It's coming to Chicago soon, right? Or did I miss I it? I saw it. I just saw it in Oak Brook. 
I saw it in a suburb. Oh, really? It's, it's still playing. Oh, um, God, I want to see it really bad. But it's it's basically... All for, my friends who have seen it love it. Yeah. But go ahead. But for the viewers... <laughs> the viewers... Mm-hmm. The listeners, uh, it's a um, it's a it's a contemporary musical. It was written not too long ago, um, and it's about a family and the mother is um, suffering from mental illness, um, mm. and mm. so um, and it's it's very real and yeah. and it's um, and it and it really um, stays true to uh, what that's like and um, just coming from that How kind of background. Yeah, I just saw it like a couple of weeks ago. Wow, um, and, and for the first time, for the first time, yeah. So. You know, it, it's really impressive it to kind me. Of like rock you? Oh, to yeah. the core. <laughs> I bet. I was, I was weeping. I can't imagine. Like, beginning Who'd you go and see? Uh, my friend Kevin Christie, who works at Groupon with okay. me, he was like, he's like, there's this musical, and I really think that you should see it, but I don't know if you're ready. Wow. And I was like, we need to, we need to go. Yeah. And, it, and it's like, it's another one of those things where like musicals, like any other art form. First of all, it's it's really it's really fantastic when it imitates life, mm-hmm. and and second of all, it, it's really nice when you can create something that someone else can relate to mm-hmm. and feel like, man, I'm man. not alone in this. And I like chills just you talking because like this. there were things that like there were lyrics in there that were like, this is exactly how yeah, I felt like, and things I like actual thoughts I've had, and it's like at the wow. hearing them is like this is horrible, and I'm facing all these you know like uh, I'm I'm, I'm feeling all these things dealing with, this but way. like walking away from it, it's like. I'm not by myself. Oh, man. Because of, like, this thing that I... Shit, that's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. And, like, I'm sure there are a lot of other people who have seen shows or or art that, like, they connect with in that way. And, like, it was the first time it was like, oh, I'm lucky enough that somebody wrote this for me. Like, kind of for me. You know what I mean? That's so cool. So, that was really, um, that was really, uh, like, eye-opening and awesome. It's really, really great. Um, I, um... I cite uh, the last five years a lot. Oh, I, I love can, I knew you the loved last it. five like, years. I knew you loved it too. Jason Robert Brown. Uh, <gasps> because uh, I, I cite it probably more often than not uh, when I'm talking to like non-musical theater people. Sure. But people who also are into like yeah. performance. And I think that's like a that. good, yeah. Because I'm just like, even just the structure of the way they tell the story yeah. is fascinating. Mm-hmm. So uh, for the viewers. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's, it's a story that takes place over the course of five years about a relationship. Um, it's just a male and a female. It's mm-hmm. a two person cast. It's almost entirely songs. There's very little, if mm-hmm. any dialogue. To be honest, I've never seen it. I've only I've, listened to the music. I've seen it. Okay. And, and, and if I remember, I mean, I saw it like five years ago. I mean, I saw clips on YouTube. <laughs> I YouTube the shit out of yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw it five years ago in London. Um, oh, Wow. Yeah, who was who were the I don't remember. Oh, they were just were they were they no British? One, it was yeah. Okay. And it was a relatively like it wasn't a big like iconic production okay. in the last five years. Does do that you know make what, sense? Yeah, do you know what theater was at by any chance? God, just because I, I don't I, remember it okay. all. I'd have to look it up. Okay. I don't think it was uh it had it had either just opened or it was a very limited run. Okay. I do remember that because I was just like, I have to see this. I want to see it so bad. Yeah. And I, like, scrambled to get tickets, and I yeah. think I went by myself. Like, it, it was very, yeah, like, yeah. thrown together. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't, like, at a big, like, theater in the West okay. End. I care. I'd have to look it up. Sure. I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, so it's a male and a female, and the female tells the story of a, a five-year relationship from the end to the beginning. Mm-hmm. And the male tells the story from the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. So uh, she's starting the musical with, like, a song that gives me chills just thinking about it. So hurting, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jamie is over and Jamie is gone. Jamie has no dreams he's been dreaming of. 
And I'm still hurting. And then it cuts to Jamie, and he's like, Did I just hear an alarm start ringing? Yeah. Like, he's so excited because this he just met this girl mm-hmm. and it's so it's such a fucking yeah, roller because his story goes from the beginning of the relationship to the end yeah yeah so they're so they meet in the middle at their wedding proposal yeah or proposal yeah but so. she's in her wedding dress so yeah it's right like that so that's the only time they ever interact with one mm-hmm. another in the same timeline so it's just this really really interesting structure and it's just like emotionally crazy because a lot of the reason that their relationship doesn't work out is professional reasons mm-hmm. uh because they just really want two very different things professionally mm-hmm. and they can't they realize they can't do that together and it's like so realistic i think uh even though i've never really like had that uh as much like i've never really been in a super serious relationship um but it's so interesting that people like criticize i think like you said people really criticize the art form in the sense of, like, people don't sing in real life, and, like, mm-hmm. it's just this happy-go-lucky thing, but no, it doesn't have to cite be. all these things mm-hmm. that are so, and even in, like, a happy-go-lucky type musical, I mean, even, think about Wicked, like, it's a oh, fucking, it's a, great, it's a fantasy show, yeah. but, like, uh, For, for good, good, I can't not cry when I listen yeah. to For Good, for good because yeah. it makes me think of my mm-hmm. friends yeah. that I, like, don't, that I miss all yeah. the time, and that I feel absolutely, like, mm-hmm they have changed me for yep. good, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And, and if people want to criticize that, fuck them. <laughs> if something makes you feel, period. Like, if yeah. something makes you feel, yeah. then it deserves to be yeah. created and celebrated. Sure. Absolutely. And I think, like, um, musicals have, the cool thing about them is they've been evolving. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So it, it I mean, it's like you said about guys and dolls like we're not writing musicals anymore that end with women saying like i'm sick because i need to get married yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we're not like, we're goodness. not doing that anymore and if we are it's like satirical yeah you know? yeah, yeah exactly so it is kind of cool um and even like um talking about like things that are true to life or like things that are real um I don't know if you're more familiar with Avenue Q at all. I love Avenue Q. Um, yeah. Obviously, Avenue Q is not <laughs> based in reality in that it's... But, no, it's, that's a great example, I, I think, think. You know, so it's like, for those of you that don't know Avenue Q, it's sort of a play on Sesame Street. They're uh-huh. puppets, and there's people, and it's a mixture of the two. Um, mm-hmm. And they're on Avenue Q. Mm-hmm. Um, and the songs in that, I remember I heard... And that was another one, the timing of me hearing that was yeah. perfect, because I was about to graduate college. Me too. And the story is, you know, the opening song is, what do you do with a B.A. in English? Uh-huh. Um, you know, <laughs> what, what, what do am I going to do? What do you do with a B.A. in English? What is my life going to be? <laughs> so, um, and he talks about his useless degree, and it's mm-hmm. like, and then he ends up working at, like, a call center. And, oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, um, but, like, just the, what I, what impresses me about show that specific show it's one of my favorites that's why i brought it up yeah um, and i saw it and it, i saw it when it was here cool i saw it in greenville where i went to school yeah is that it's it's not afraid to just tell things like they are mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. there's a song called i wish i could go back to college love it there's a song called there's Every, everyone's a little bit racist like love it's it. just mixing. the internet is for porn, <laughs> is for porn. like really um like so, um, I think that's actually and the, the guy, show. one of the people who worked on Avenue Q is one of the, um, he wrote the book for Book of Mormon, right? That I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure one of the people associated with Avenue Q worked with, with uh, the Trey South Park guys. Yeah. Oh. I'm like, 
95. That makes sense, I right? Could see it. Exactly. Like, I'm I like be 95% sure. Yeah. But yeah, I so don't it's know like, the guy's name, but I'm pretty sure he's associated with them. Yeah, and I think it's because of that musical that I got into um, writing comedy cool. songs. And that cool. show was like... Oh, uh, this feeds into my last question. Okay. Can I ask my last question yes. before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, because um, I need to, unfortunately, wrap it up. Yeah, We're at about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minutes. No, 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 go. Uh, so, my last question is, uh, like, how do you think musicals have, one, affected your life, which I think is something you've talked about, and two, affected your art? Okay. Um, um, uh, musicals have affected my life in that um, they have given me um, an outlet to... Um, like, express myself in a way that, like, nothing else can. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's just going to see a musical, cool. um, it's just something that's, like, it's very, um, you know, it's it's part of who I've been my whole life. So mm-hmm. it's sort of, like, it's, like, remembering my childhood or remembering, Absolutely. you know, who, who I am and where I came from. Absolutely. Um, because I'm not, you know, I'm not, like, I, and, and I don't, and I don't care to be, I don't mean it in, like, oh, I miss the train, but like, I'm just not, I don't want to be a professional singer and I yeah. don't want to be on Broadway. That's just yeah. not something I, I made that decision a long time ago that sure. I didn't, I didn't want to professionally pursue that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, um, it's something that like is still very like close to my heart. Absolutely. Um, and something that like, Oh, I, I can, I can like call on those experiences mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm still performing in the way that I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have all of these other things that like, I've been able to like draw from. I think, I mean, the, this past, like, I guess it was over a year ago now, I wrote a musical, mm-hmm. um, and it was, like, it was my realization of, like, man, I really want to do a musical, and I don't have to be the best singer in the world to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I can, um, I can make something that's clever um, and funny and, I, and creates really great characters and mm-hmm. get some other people that can sing really well mm-hmm. um, and still create this art that I love so much, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that... And the two shows that I drew from mainly were Avenue Q and a show called 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. I love um, Spelling Bee. Those are the two shows that I was like, I want to make they a did show. They the year after I graduated, mm, and it was so, so good. good. And it was like, I want I wanted to make a show that's like this, that like has these really great characters, but says something. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's, that's the thing about... I still haven't seen it. Do you have the recording of it? Oh, yeah, I have it on my computer. I really yeah, want to yeah. see it. So it's like, I think that musicals, for me have the ability to change me. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's why I keep going to see them and like them being a big part of my life. I mean, you just I, ref- next to normal. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's, that's like, and I, and now I've been able to like contribute by doing the other end of it and mm-hmm. like seeing kind of what that's like. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and you're still, you're working on something now, aren't you? Yeah. On and off you other stuff. Kind of yeah. I mean, else. it's much easier. Like I've just gotten really into writing comedy songs just like uh-huh. as their own entity. Then um, writing a musicals are, narrative. are like a big, yeah, it's a huge undertaking, which I think I want to do again, but maybe not right away. That show was so easy to write. Cause it was just like all based on. Yeah. Like own. there were a lot of, I kind of knew that that was what, what you I wanted it to, to be. Like, Isn't that such, I think that's an interesting, I think that's a thing that happens a lot with, uh, with people who are creating something like their first thing, they know exactly what they want it mm-hmm. to be. And then they, they, they do, do that it. thing and they're like, wait a minute. Oh, Sorry. if I want to do other things, yeah. I may not have as clear an idea right. as I did for that. Yeah, one. yeah. Yeah. I think, um, yes, that's totally true. It reminds me. So my favorite musical of all time, I feel like I would be remiss oh, if yeah. I didn't say it. it. I, um, my favorite musical of all time is uh, Company, which oh, is a Sondheim cool. musical. Uh-huh. Um, which is, Sondheim is probably my favorite. Uh, yeah, and composer. that was the first concept musical, so it wasn't so much based in plot, but based on an idea, cool. um, and the idea being marriage. Um, and so Bobby 
for the viewers at home that don't know the musical, Bobby's 30, turning 35, it's his 35th birthday, and all of his friends come over and he realizes all of his friends are, are married couples. Oh, and he's starting to sort of dissect the idea of like, do I, do I need to get married? Do I want to get married? Why? What, why do people get married? What's the, you know, it's a really interesting idea. Um, and what's cool about it, Isn't it was... Isn't there a Neil Patrick Harris? Yes. Yeah. It was done, it was originally written, um, it opened in the seven. I want to say... 71 somewhere somewhere in there but it's really stood the test of time as far as like the 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 commentary that it makes on the institution of marriage um Sondheim has like rewritten parts of it um but just like um so that that's sort of like when when I think about writing it's like I want it to be something that like says something or like asks questions cool and that musical I always really draw from like that cool. show continues to like ask the question yeah that's a that great people like really should think answer. about like it's a really interesting like and just I, I mean it's Sondheim and the music's beautiful I and, love Sondheim I love he's... Assassins I, I would love to do yeah. Assassins mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another good one I, I just he's so great yeah I think Assassins is definitely an example of like asking the mm-hmm. it's not just like presenting something it's like a lot mm-hmm. of philosophical questions are posed yeah, yeah. uh everybody's got a right to be happy yeah it's very interesting i think sondheim's really good at stuff like that yeah um i feel like we could talk for another like three hours about i know this. and i i have to stop it do it uh because we're almost we're past 50 minutes oh my gosh thank you guys if you've made it this far <laughs> i de- i could absolutely keep talking oh about i'm it. a nerd uh but i try to keep them under an hour because no turn it off shut this down <laughs> we gotta shut this down shut it down shut it down shut it down uh the thing that i say at the end of my podcast uh to all of my guests um but I absolutely mean it for Jesse Uh, saying it, uh, is that uh, I love you and I mean that. Oh, I love you too and I mean it. This has been a Nerdalogs production. For more on the Nerdalogs and our shows, please go to www.nerdalogs.com. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.